Welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It's day 14. We've arrived and the sumo is as good as ever. Well, we'll tell you all about it. We'll tell you all about it. This is Sumo Mainichi. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave to tell you all about it. Oh, this was a, a beautiful day of Saturday sumo. One of the rare days this basho that we've been able to sit down and watch it all live. Yep. And Jurio as well. We've been catching up on Jurio. Yeah, we have. A bit out of order sometimes even, but... Uh, the action is great. Absolutely. And it's worth it. Nagoya, another hot day today, uh, 32 degrees Celsius and 98 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, when they kicked off Makuchi today, 54% humidity. This is the kind of day that, yes, it's hot, but probably at night as the sun goes down, it'll be you know mid to high 20s. It'd mm. be a beautiful night in Nagoya Well, tonight. I saw an ad on one of the... Uh, Sumo Twitter accounts that Abema were doing a live streaming event outside somewhere. Cool. That would be nice. I would have been nice for them to have some footage of that yeah. in their Jurio coverage yeah. today, but <laughs> none, of, none that. of that. Uh, let's jump right in to the Makuchi action. Uh, it was Endo. He handed Miyogiryu uh, his Makakoshi today with some very straightforward attacking Sumo out of the touchy eye. So Endo now has made his way to nine wins. Five losses, yeah, and unfortunately for Miyogiryu, a Makakoshi record for him, six and eight. He's at Magashira 10, so not the worst news for him, just a little slide uh, there. But one of the great bouts of today came up very quickly on us. It was, what, the sixth, fifth or sixth bout today? Sixth. It was Hakuoho coming in on 10 and 3. Versus Hokuto Fuji, who has been in front for quite a while now on uh, 11 and 2. And a big stare off, both really pumped up when they went back to their corners. You know, Hokuto Fuji always slaps a lot of things and does a little prey with his fist on his forehead. And Hakuoho looked uh, very um, under control, concentrating very hard. He gave himself a hard slap before this bout. And both got the left hand inside and the crowd at this point just absolutely fired up. They were into it. They lit up. They knew this was the big bout of the day happening so early in the draw as well. We saw Hakuoho, like he tried or like he succeeded with yesterday against Nishikigi, try the, the kick, the pull forward and the kick of his opponent's leg. This time he added a slap to distract. It's one of uh, Hakuho's techniques, the the face slap at least. Mm. And it didn't work this time around. Hokuto Fuji, he was off balance, but he didn't go down. He was trying desperately, Hokuto Fuji, to get the other hand on the belt. He couldn't. He tried from Makakai, which uh, he also couldn't pull off. Hakuho from this point was trying to disrupt. He was flipping all around. But then it was Hokuto Fuji who really decided to initiate he pushed forward. He was powerfully advancing and it looked like he might be able to pull something off. But Hakuoho, he is just so good and he was able to slide to the side. I don't know how he did it. It was so quick and dump Hokuto Fuji down. How many times have we seen Hakuoho escape these uh, very, very dicey situations? Yeah. And, and not only escape, but escape in a matter where he is able to then respond very proactively. 
He just seems to always know where he is, always know what's happening. I mean, we saw it yesterday. Something we didn't talk about in his bout against Nishikigi was that when they fell down, he was on top of Nishikigi, but his hand was on the back of Nishikigi's mawashi. And as they fell, he made sure to extract his hand, to take his hand off Nishikigi's belt so it didn't touch the ground first. He's always aware of everything going on around him. We have said that, the situational awareness. He knows where the rope is. He knows where every part of his body is. Just such great control for someone so solid and so large and so young. He just seems to do it so, so easily. And this puts him right up the top (laughs) with uh, Hokuto Fuji in this leader's position of uh, 11 and 3. And it's just kind of come upon me very quickly that he is a real Yusho contender here. Oh, well, I mean, there's a few people as we go through here. uh, By the end of the uh, uh, Torakumi today, we're going to have a bunch of people who are all mathematically possible to win that you show tomorrow. We were talking about who he might face tomorrow because there's always that question when a Magashira 17 is doing so well. We've seen it a fair few number of times. And the ideal, I guess, is that he would fight the highest possible um, rank of a really, really good score. And that presumably will be um, Hoshoryu. Hoshoryu, though, haven't, hasn't fought Daesho or won't have fought Daesho. He fights... Uh, um, Wakamoto Haru today. And so, yeah, my question was, will they go with the Sekiwake v Sekiwake, making sure they all fight each other, which is the usual, or will they bring up Hakuoho against Hoshoryu? Uh, well, yeah, and we should say we're, we, we are recording this before the Day 15 Torokumi has come out, but I'm, I'll be madly refreshing all the way through. Yeah. I don't think there's any question about this. There's no point in putting two... Um, Sekiwake up against each other who aren't in Yusho contention. Mm. I think it'll be Hoshoryu, and I think that would be an incredible climax to this uh, basho. I think it would be the best thing. We did look back at a couple of other Magashira 17s, like Terunofuji, he fought right up, he fought Ozeki Asaniyama, Sekiwake Shoda and Mitakumi, who were all doing well. Um, and you had a look at Tokushoryu when he won from Magashira 17. On day 15, they put him against Ozeki Takakesho, uh, and there was no one else that, that yeah. he could have fought higher than that. So it does seem like they'll they'll put him right up there, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, moving on. Oh, we should say scores. No, we did. You did say they are both on 11 and 3. Uh, Aoyama. It was nice to see him bring up his Kachikoshi against Nishiki Fuji today with a very predictable pull down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this is the third day in a row we've seen Aoyama go back to his comfort sumo and pick up some uh, wins that have taken him to his winning record. So eight and three for Aoyama, uh, Nishikigi five and nine. I said eight and three, I meant eight and six. And you said Nishikigi, but you meant Nishiki oh, Fuji. Oh my God. We were up <laughs> very late right. last night. It's uh, it's day 14. Um, yeah, very important for Aoyama, Aoyama because he is Magashira 17. So mm. that means he will stay in the division. Vision. Great news. Takiyasu came up against Daishoho. This is the first time these two met. It was a lockup on the belt. Takiyasu tried not to be moved back and he managed it for a little while. But as soon as Daishoho pushed forward, he clearly has no strength to be able to stand firm and he was pushed straight out. And that's Takiyasu Makakoshi after such a good start. Yeah, you could see the the disconnect between sumo mind and sumo body here mm. for Takiyasu because at the end of this bout, he got a right hand on the belt of Dei Shoho. It was solid. The next thing to do would be to haul him around. 
but it's like he didn't even try. He yeah. just let himself be walked backwards. It was like yesterday. There was just yeah. no no desire or or ability, I guess, to mount any defence there. So obviously a, an injury, oh, I'd say. So, so hard to watch. So, I mean, he's six and eight now. He'll be around next time. But, gee, these injuries are piling up. They are. And Daishoho, he's five and nine. Kotoweko up against Tamawashi. Kotoweko, he was fast out of the touchy eye, used his body here, got in close, and then uh, looked for a right-hand belt grip. He got fresh air there. He found <laughs> nothing. And then this gave Tamawashi an opportunity to attack and attack. He Uh-oh. did. We were uh, holding our breaths here yeah. as Tamawashi slid Kotoweko back to the bales. But Kotoweko here, he was fast. He was smart. He was in control. Spun away beautifully, landed a left-hand belt grip on the back of Tamawashi's belt, drove him out. Kotoweko, Kachikoshi, Gambare! Absolutely gifted us with this one day ahead of schedule. We're usually seeing, uh, or often seeing him uh, go down to Nanashaw, Nanahai on day 15, but he didn't need to this time around, going eight and six on day 14. He did that with a run of four losses. Oh, sorry. I'm really struggling. Everything I say is opposite. <laughs> He's brought up this Kachikoshi with a run of four wins. Yes. After that little concerning loss of uh, run of three losses yeah. coming into that. Uh, it's a wild ride being a Kotoweko freak. Yeah, but today it's a good day. Today we celebrate our successes and we celebrate the man from uh, Nobeoka. And we also celebrate his third Kachikoshi in a row. Yeah. Nice. Is he building something? He's gone Maegashira 13, 8 7, next. Uh, Maegashira 12, 8 7, next. And now at Maegashira 11. Nice. So an 8 7 would be quite nice here. He's going to work his way up. I thought each time one you were going to say, just stay each time. Well, I don't think you stay with an 8 7. No, but like go over to the other side or something. Oh, that'd be pretty <laughs> rough. No, he's on his march back to the middle of the Torakumi, or sorry, I should say the Banzuke where he belongs. Yep. Tamawashi, he already has his Kachikoshi. He is eight and six. Next, Meisei came up against Hokuseiho. Meisei on the road to Kachikoshi. Can he salvage one more day on that road? He nearly had the win off the touchy eye, actually. He came so hard at Hokuseiho. He knows that uh, one way to win is to come straight off disrupt and get him out over the bales, but he did get locked up here. Hokuseiho had the right hand outside. Meisei was doubled over. He was on the front of Hokuseiho's belt, but he didn't wait too long here. He activated, he went for the trip. He linked his leg around the back of Hokuseiho's and he pushed forward. This is a really cool thing to try. It didn't quite work. It didn't uh, complete the win, but Hokuseiho was off balance enough that uh, he could push him out, may say, Yorikiri. Well, again, we see Rikishi coming in, I wouldn't say without a plan, but uh, finding a different way to destabilize Hokuseiho. Hokuseiho must be carrying some kind of injury. Yeah, maybe, actually. Yeah. Seeing his just inability to be able to slow these bouts down, although this was one of the slower ones. We did see him slow Meisei down initially. Yeah, I didn't really say it, but they were on the belt for for a little bit. Yeah, that that, uh, Hokuseiho standing up straight, right hand on the belt. 
But Maysay, so good to find a way out of that. Not only find a way out of it, uh, keep himself on the road to Kachakoshi with a win. Yeah. This is his third day. He's coming back. And now he's going into day 15 on 7-7. Seven, seven. Yep. We love to see it, no doubt. They'll, well, maybe they'll match him up against someone else with the same score, which is always exciting and uh, a bit rude. <laughs> Hokuseiho, he's 5-9. and nine. An important bout up next, Nishikigi up against Ryudan. Nishikigi on 10 wins, desperately needing a win now mm. to stay uh, at the front of that Yusho race. I thought Nishikigi opened well here. He moved quickly to uh, be close to Ryudan, but noticeably was aware of Ryudan's ability to get on the belt. So mm. he just kept his hips out of reach, kept that belt completely grip free. Here, though, uh, they were locked up momentarily before Ryudan retreated slightly backwards. And here Nishikiki took his chance. Nishikiki moved Ryudan to the bales and things were looking good for the man with the glasses. But Ryudan slid along the bales, uh, made some room and threw Nishikiki down. They both were falling mm. here. Uh, but it was clear that Nishikigi's hand went down first. I thought Nishikigi was so in control for this bout. Me I thought too. he looked really, really good. Uh, and when he fell at the end, it was one of those situations where you're just like, if you just don't put your hand out and, you know, smash face first down onto the side of the doyo because he was right on the edge, then, you know, maybe he could have won. But I'm also really, really happy he didn't do that. And obviously there's that instinct to put out the hand. Yeah. And even if he hadn't put the hand out, his body was going was, to hit I think hit he was first. down first anyway. A brilliant throw from Ryudan. Uh, we know he's so good. Ryudan is now 10 and 4. Well, this... We're talking about things sneaking up on us yeah. and under the radar. This, I had no idea that this could happen. <laughs> He's 10 wins in a row. Yeah. I mean, this is extraordinary. He's got a few a few good scalps in there. He started this run with a win over Hakuoho, uh, but he has been mainly ploughing his way through the bottom mm. of uh, the Banzuke, including Jurio 3 Ichiyamamoto <laughs> on day eight. But, you know... Day after day, and today against uh, Rikishi, who is mostly informed, Nishikigi, yeah. was a very, very good showing. Well, both of these guys now on 10 and 4. You said uh, Ryudan had those 10 wins in a row, and that's now three losses in a row for Nishikigi, who is just really starting to struggle, perhaps the pressure getting to him. I, I think so. Yeah. And that leaves both of these guys in the running mathematically, so they're now one, uh, one behind the uh, leaders, but there's there's two people now on 11 with the possibility of a third. Mm. And so that relies on a lot of losses on day 15 for them to have a chance. Sure. So poor old Nishiki. He doesn't look like it's a usual this time around, but uh, he's been going all right. Chiyoshoma came up against Toby Zaru. They were both very careful at the Tachi I hear. They both just waited. Well, I wondered whether <laughs> Toby Zaru wasn't expecting a Chiyoshoma hanker here. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine it was in his mind. Yeah, a bit of hesitation from both at the touchy eye. But then they got into the fight. It was a really great bout, but it was stopped because yet again, Tobizaru's Mawashi uh, was very, very loose, but it was actually Chiyoshoma's this time around. So it was. So Tobizaru's threw out another, another couple of two or three bouts. This basho has been so loose and looked like it was about to come off. But this time, Chiyoshoma's belt went, uh, belt went into the danger zone and the Gyoji felt like it was time to tap the shoulders. And 
He tried to retire again. He admitted defeat pretty quickly. The Yobidashi sprang up onto the doyo again and helped him out. It really does seem that he's the washi tying expert. Well, it's a two-person job. Yeah. Yeah, you got to hold the bit and then pull, tug yeah, hard yeah, yeah. up. two-person right? job. Mm. So great to see the Yobidashi straight on the doyo to fix mm. the It was the much belt. quicker this time. Yeah. Yeah, they looked a lot uh, better at their jobs all around today. Yeah. Yeah, then they got going again, and it was a, a little bit – I was too busy laughing at the um, retying of the Mawashi again. I'm not sure quite what happened between this and the end, but suddenly Chiyoshoma was running from right to left of screen, and uh, and he was out. It happened so quickly after the, the – well, what do you call the restart? Yeah. That suddenly Chiyoshoma was running into the uh, crowd. I know. How did it happen? Did oh, you it was see? Just, it was a very, very fast move from Tobi Zaru getting around the side. But, yeah, just it looked very odd. Mm. Um, great win for Tobi Zaru. Yeah. That brings up his kachikoshi. Congratulations, Tobi Zaru. And unfortunately for Chiyoshoma uh, Makakoshi, mm. there was something that happened during this bout that um, I loved. Yeah. Uh, Chiyoshoma's sagari fell off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And whenever a Sagari goes on the ground, I, I feel like the Gyoji aren't doing enough to be proactive to pick it up. Yeah. It's sitting under the feet. It needs to be moved. They need to run some classes on this. Oh, they absolutely Refreshers. do. They do. They need a procedure. Get in there. Get it out. Chiyoshoma took matters into his own hands and kicked the Sagari out. Now, the Sagari didn't make it all the way to <laughs> the Tawara, so it wasn't a perfect connection, but I appreciated the effort. You love when they do this. I really do. It's it's proactive, like it you say. You're like, well, they're hard and they're pointy. I don't want them under my feet. I'm going to slip. Safety first. Yeah. I'm going to get rid of my own. And it's risky. Because Very it risky. Really <laughs> this time it didn't look like it did anything to Chiyoshoma's. It, it was much earlier in the bout uh, than his loss point. But, That's true. Um, That's true. It was a very cool move. Uh, moving on next, let's head in to Sanyaku, Kodnawaka and Ura. I thought Kodnawaka handled Ura's tricky touchy eye yeah. here well, didn't overcommit uh, and worked to stand Ura up. Ura was in very, very low uh, and off a little bit to the side and that's where they found their resting point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ura, right side of Kodnawaka, underneath wasn't really able to manufacture much here. When it was time to go, it was Ura who broke uh, this stalemate. He moved backwards, but Kodnawaka was so quick. He was all over Ura. And instead of making space, all Ura did was start his momentum backwards, which Kodnawaka completed, and he took Ura over the bales. So for Ura, unfortunately, that's a makakoshi. Yeah. Yeah, he nearly got there, but he couldn't keep up that uh, high standard of sumo that we have seen from him. It's just so up and down now. Well, it was funny because I think maybe it was last night I was a little bit confused. Well, I was confused about a lot of things last night. (laughs) But um, I I think Ura was getting losses on days when I thought his sumo was really good. Oh, yeah. So I had this impression that he was doing a lot better than he was. Yeah, that he'd had a win streak in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. I described it as a win streak yeah, yeah. and he'd lost three in a row. Oh, I mean, watching so much sumo does do that to it you. It does it's do hard that to you, keep yeah. everything in order. And again, I, I 
don't judge sumo by wins and losses. I think that's yeah. a very blunt tool to judge the success <laughs> of a ricochet. You're a professor oh, yeah. <laughs> of analysis. I am. And Ura, I think, yes, history says 6-8. I think he's won his way back into my heart. And can you put a number on that? No, you can't. Kodnawaka oh, nice. continues his uh, good form. He's on 10-4. and four. Yes, and that's five wins in a row for him. And they're good yes. wins. Hoshoryu, Shona Naomi, Endo Abi, and now Ura. What a run. Very, uh, yeah. very good from him. And also with these double digits, just really makes a huge case to go from Komusubi to Sekiwake. He can't be denied. I don't think he can be. I don't be. think he can be denied. And so um, I think it looks really um, not likely that there will be any Ozeki promotion. That's just my personal thought. And so it means that there would be four Sekiwake. That's a good thing for everyone. Which is cool. Hirodumi came up next against Abi. Hirodumi reached out for the left hand Maimawashi a couple of times. He was trying to lock his hand on, but Abi dodged it, moved his hips away, and the thrusts were just working for him today. Yeah, it was better looking sumo from Abi today, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. He handled the very effective, uh, sorry, I should say very enthusiastic mm. Hirodumi well. So both of these rikishi are on five wins and nine losses Probably can't wait for this basho to be over. Yeah. Up next, a big bout Sekiwake showdown. Hoshoryu and Wakamoto Haru. It's sure to be great sumo <laughs> between these two. Absolutely. The, the Nagoya crowd knew it. Been waiting all day for this. They were going wild. And what we saw was a stare off. Yes. Before they even kind of hunched down and got ready to put their hands down. Two champions. Yep. Two Sekiwake. Ozeki contenders. Ozeki contenders, thank you. Looking each other in the eyes going, let's do this for sumo. They get going, Wakamoto Haru hankers. Now, to say those two words next to each other. Yeah, your mouth I, didn't want to say them, did I it? I feel sick. Yeah. I feel sick. Upset stomach. Yeah. Let me tell you what happens after this hanker. Sure. I'll show you... His reflexes are very quick here. He grabs Wakamoto Haru's thigh as yeah. he moves out of the way. Well, because not only was it a hanker, but it was a massive yeah, jump a, to it, the side. Oh, we haven't said these words yet. It was a dog act. Dog of act. Of the highest order. Pedigree dog act. Uh, yeah, so Hoshoryu grabs the thigh, and this has two... Uh, this was, results in two things. Firstly unbalances Wakamoto mm. Haru, so he lands awkwardly. Yep. But it also stabilises Hoshoryu and gives him a chance to slow himself down so he's not going to fall over. Hoshoryu from here moves in on the belt and throws Wakamoto Haru down. Jeez, this was disappointing. Yeah. Wakamoto Haru tried to come back, but you can't come back from that and you shouldn't you be shouldn't. allowed to come back from exactly. that. Exactly. And it wasn't only a win for Hoshori, it was a pretty cool Kodanage win. Yeah. And then he turned, he found an NHK camera <laughs> and he stared down the barrel of it. He just yeah. looked down that camera and was like, you want to do that to me? Yeah. Like, I get that it might be stemming from some of your own insecurities and worries about what's happening with this Sekiwake Ozeki thing, but no thanks. This sends a message to other Rikishi. You do not try to hanker this guy. Yeah. This was a perfectly executed hanker, I thought. I mean, it 
completely looked like it came out of nowhere. He jumped a long way to his left, but Hoshoryu handled it so, so well. It's so interesting up here in Sanyaku. You often see the weirdest hankers when the pressure comes on, and they're so disappointing. Yeah. This is so disappointing. We, we were robbed of what should have been a classic bout. Yeah. Uh, I think the thing that's most disappointing to me is Wakamoto Haru has made his way to this point with sumo that I've described so many times as honest. Mm. It's about the spirit of the competition. It's about the purity of sumo. It's about sending a positive message to young people around the world. Yeah. He's a role model. You can live your life this way. Yeah. He's a role Front model. Front on. I think he needs to do a public apology. Yeah, I would, I would like that. This has rocked me to my core. Yeah, I don't want to see him for a couple of days. I think he should yeah. sit out on day 15. It's weird too because he is now on um, 30 wins out of the 33, if we're talking Ozeki thing. So he's not even close. Like he doesn't even need no, these wins. That's... He's not going to go down to Komasubi. Yes, everybody might be talking about Hoshoryu if he wins the Yusho or, you know, they might be like, oh, Daisho's the next best one but you're still up there you're still going well and at least you haven't done a dirty dog act hanker on day yeah. 14 yeah was this an attempt to keep himself in the Yusho race i mean yeah. it would have mathematically kept him in Guess but so. oh is it worth it no and do we want to know zeki like would you promote having seen that today Wakamoto Haru, I'm sorry, was never going to be yeah, yeah. promoted. I know that, but even also... When he got, even if he got 33. It's not a good look. It was a, He had a 10 and 11. He was never going to get promoted. <laughs> yeah. I just never... Th oh, I never thought it. I would have been even angrier if Wakamoto Haru had won. <laughs> yeah. I'm livid. Like, yeah. I'm really... It's day We've 14. We've given so much I to know. Wakamoto Haru. We've given so much to him. <laughs> So much support. Always so much. called him honest, straight yeah. ahead. Just good sumo. We Come got him here. Up. It's all due to us. We got on him when he was in Makushta. We supported him every single day and he does this to us. We're going to write him a strongly worded letter. Um, I'm going to I'm, underline some words. I'm boycotting his bout tomorrow. I'm not watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I won't watch the, say, right side of the screen. Oh, yeah, you put a piece of paper over it. <laughs> yeah, I'll follow him with a bit of A4. <laughs> Do it like a cutout of a vague <laughs> person shape and try and move it well, around. Well, dog shape. Oh. Hey, I've said it. All right. Hoshoryu, 11-4. Wakamoto Haru, 9-6. Well, Daisho, he was up next. The other Sekiwake, surely here. We're ready for some Sekiwake, almost Ozeki-style sumo against Onosho. But no, one more hanker. Just yeah. rack them up. Daisho, and lest you wonder who hankered who, Daisho, the Sekiwake, hankered Onosho. Onosho goes down, straight down. That's his Makakoshi, even worse. Daisho moves to 9-5. He didn't even hanker for double figures. So it's not even yeah, the same as Wakamoto Haru. It's even, well, it's not worse because we've, we have seen him do it a couple of times, but well, crowd hated it well, as well. they... They did hate it, and today the Nagoya crowd showed themselves to have excellent taste in sumo by borderline booing this. Mm. Yeah, two in a row. I mean, they've been totally done out of oh, I know. two bouts now. Yeah. I mean, what's the refund policy? Yeah. 
They're like, oh, we can't get tickets to day 15, but it's it's all right, guys. Yeah, We've got day, day 14. 14. It's going to be huge. The U show might even be decided. You know, everything's going to be cool. We're going to see all the Sanyaku fight each other. It's already a depleted Sanyaku anyway. Mm. And two of your bouts have been ruined. Yeah. They should write strongly worded underlined letters as well. I'll be putting the A4 on the telly against Daya Show tomorrow <laughs> <Yeah>. too. Damn it. <laughs> Look, we're very, we're, we are day. a bit tired today. It was yeah. a very late night doing the episode last night, but gee, this is hitting wrong. Are we for me. grumpier than most people about this? I'd love to hear. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, how can you not be? I, I think this is exactly the way to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the last bout of the day. Ozeki Kirishima up against ex Ozeki Asaniyama. Surely they'll give us some good sumo. Surely. And they did. Yay. <laughs> this is good and a great way to end. I thought this was a brilliant bout. Uh, they met honestly, and that's a word I'm going to use for both of these ricochet today. They met honestly at the touchy eye. But Kirishima, he was quick to slip away to his right just to keep himself out of that Asaniyama firing line. Here, uh, uh, Kirishima established a right-hand belt grip. Asaniyama said, oh, belts, don't need them. <laughs> Overrated. Just grabbed Kirishima around the body rocked him forward momentarily and then just reversed that momentum and just threw Kirishima into the middle of the doyo. This was one of the biggest Sukui Nages I've ever seen. It was really nice. It was perfect. It's one of his moves. And to be able to do it against the Ozeki is uh, really cool. And that not only that, but to hand him his Makakoshi. Oh, so well, that's right. So Kirishima is yeah, unfortunate. A heroic effort for Kirishima to come back yeah. into this uh, basho after three two, days off, two days off. But ultimately unsuccessful because what he wanted to do was come back and see if he could not go Kadaba. Yeah. He only needed that one uh, one more. Well, we don't know what would have happened. Um, anyway, yeah. it's only day 14, but uh, yeah, to not go Kadaban. Basically. Yeah. And he has. Yeah. I mean, look, look, there's something about, I think, him representing in his first basho. Yes. You're right. It's not as black and white as no, just... I, I, and I up, think yeah. day after day, his bouts at the end of the day were mm. thrilling, exciting. They were often a highlight of the day, win or lose for Kirishima. So I think he did his job for sumo today. That's true. I Again. really hadn't thought about that. And yet you're absolutely right there. Asaniyama, I think this was a big statement. A big, big statement. It's not going to be a quick road back to Ozeki for him, but he's ready. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely ready. He liked it. He goes uh, seven and four and three. So, so that, seven wins, yeah. four losses yep. and three days off. Three days off. I always forget which way those two go yeah. around. Seven wins, four losses, three days off. So uh, essentially... Uh, Nana Shaw, Nana High on day 15. It's okay, I I think, if he goes Makakoshi. Like, what is his Maigashira 4 or something? I think. Yeah, it's and also with the injury. Four. And yeah. we saw a different taping again today. So they went vertical tape. Vertical so, up, yeah, from the top to the bottom. So shoulder to elbow. So that's kind of an attempt at structural tape. And then some tape to tape down the tape, mm. running horizontally at the tops and bottom, making a figure I, mm. which I read as. I believe in my sumo. Yeah. yeah. I believe I can beat Kirishima. I, I, I read the tape. <laughs> and it was right. <laughs> it was right. <laughs> uh, take us through the leaderboard because we are going to go into day 15. <laughs> uh, 
with a day ahead that will be very, very interesting. As long as no one ruins it for us with hankers. I know. Stop. Just take stop that off it. the off the cards, please. If there's a hanker to win this thing, oh, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. 11 wins. We have Hoshoryu, Fuji, and Hakuoho, who's showing no signs of injury apart from the tape. If all those three lose... Uh, on 10 wins, we have Kodnowaka, Nishikigi, and Ryuden. Yes. So probably my prediction will be that someone whose name starts with H will win this Yu show. It's mm-hmm. a pretty safe one. Nice. I, I did say Hoshoryu, though, in our day one jury. <laughs> you actually did. I did. You actually did. How convenient that you now remember your <laughs> prediction. <laughs> You never remember it's, your prediction. It's the first time I've remembered my prediction. That's well, why you don't like doing them. No. We always forget them. Yep. I can't remember mine, but somehow well, you, you actually do. Somehow. I can't remember you. No, because I've been keeping an eye on it because I thought I was right. Um, thank you so much for joining us today on Sumo Mainichi. Tomorrow, day 15, the end of this thrilling basho, we'll be uh, doing a Jurio live commentary. Jurio is also uh, very, very hot this time around. We have three Rikishi coming in on 10 wins, Atami Fuji, Dayamami, and Tomokaze, and a hungry bunch of Rikishi on nine wins, Kagiaki, Tamashoho, Kitnawaka and Shishi. Nice. So there's no doubt tomorrow Jurio is going to be amazing. We've got a bunch of Rikishi coming in on seven wins and seven losses. And we will be doing live commentary on our YouTube channel that you can follow. It's called Sumo Mainichi. And then later in the day, we'll be uh, bringing you our day 15 wrap up. Yeah. And if you want to get notified of the duo commentary uh, starting, you can go to our YouTube, Sumo Manichi, right now and hit uh, subscribe. And then you'll get a little, hey. A little ding when we go live. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.